0: Welcome to Speaking of Love, the podcast, with your host, LaToya. This podcast was created as a platform for spreading love. A great man once said, Before my time is up on this planet, I would like to leave it better than when I entered it. These are the words spoken by Nelson Belkajar, whose entire life was changed after an appointment with his doctor. In 2016, Nelson was diagnosed with cancer. Since then, Nelson has embarked on an incredible journey of strength and survival. On the next episode of Speaking of Love, Nelson and I will sit down for an inspiring interview to discuss his latest project, The Positive Drip, where integrity, empathy, and resilience are the essential focal points of his mission. It is a place where people can be injected with help, positivity, and purpose. Will you please join us this Saturday, October 24th at 12 o'clock noon, Eastern Standard Time. We hope to see you there.
1: When I say positive, you say drip. Positive. Drip. Positive. Drip. Positive. Drip. We're here for three reasons. To, to honor those that have been taken by cancer, to celebrate those that are cancer free, and most importantly cheering those on that are at war with cancer to say, hey man, hang in there, you can do it.
0: hello hello good afternoon everyone good afternoon my name is latoya and you are here live on the podcast speaking of love speaking of love is a podcast that i created in honor of my father my father committed suicide on march 2nd of this year and since his departure i have dedicated my life to spreading love and my platform here speaking of love is a podcast created in honor of a man that i loved with my whole heart my dad was a radio tv broadcaster engineer in the city of Detroit. He once had a radio show called Speaking of Sports, and I am going to put his picture here at the top of this broadcast so that we can honor him throughout the entire show. So his photograph will be at the very top. He had a radio show many years called Speaking of Sports, and it was an award-winning radio show. So my show is called Speaking of Love, and today that is what we will be doing. We are here today with Nelson Belkajar. Nelson is the creator and the founder of The Positive Drip, nelson's life was turned upside down when he received a cancer diagnosis from his doctor and today we are going to talk about his experience his incredible journey he's an amazing phenomenal man who turned his situation into such a positive positive movement and i'm thankful that you're here today nelson welcome to speaking of love
1: hey thank you latoya great to hear from you and Today's a great day
0: to be above ground, I tell you. <laughs> yes, it is. And Nelson, you are here all the way from Ontario, Toronto, Canada, right?
1: You got that right.
0: Wow. So how is the weather there? Because we're kind of like in mid-fall.
1: <laughs> D- Despite what you think, it's not always snow and igloos up here north of the border. Right now, it's, a, a, it's kind of fall and autumn. The leaves are changing colors. Everything is great. It, it, it's a great season. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's perfect.
0: Oh, well, you know what? You are the perfect person to bring forth my mission of love today. Speaking of perfect, I have studied your mission. I have read all about you. I've watched every video that I could about Nelson Belkajar. And I'm just so inspired by your story. Can you talk to me a little bit, Nelson, about your life and what it was like for you before the the cancer diagnosis?
1: Absolutely, LaToya, absolutely. Uh, but before I get started, I just want to let you and the planet know that I'm an imperfect soldier for Christ. And I am a. <laughs> I'm a son of two beautiful, loving parents who had the dream to leave their homeland, which was the Philippines, when they were young adults to come to Canada to pursue a better life for themselves and for their unmade children yet, which was uh, me and my sister. And if not for them I wouldn't be here today. So uh, all power and glory goes to my parents and the man upstairs. You see
0: Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. And
1: you see I'm one of those guys that that knows what it's like to climb that mountain of ambition and success. Get to the top, enjoy the view for a while, only to come crashing down, come spiraling down to lose everything that I ever worked for in a blink of an eye. So humbling, so, so humbling. I'll never forget, it was, the, uh, it was in May 2016. It was the height of my professional career. I was an athletic therapist and a personal trainer, and I built a thriving private practice that specialized in injury assessment, treatment, and rehabilitation. And I'll never forget this. It was May 2016. We were celebrating up in the, the second floor of our studio loft clanging the champagne glasses, which were filled with wine and ginger ale, celebrating, saying, we made it, we made it, because we had reached one of those important, important targeted goals. It was a great moment in time. All the struggles, all the the adversities, burning the candle at both ends, it was all worth it. We had made it. But you're not going to believe this, LaToya. A week later, 168 hours to the minute after that celebration, I was shockingly diagnosed with cancer. Wow. And I was forced to live in the hospital immediately for supervision, evaluation and chemotherapy appointments. That was in 2016. And to add <laughs> to add salt to the wound, you're not going to believe this. I even lost my ability to walk, which made me become a prisoner of not only the hospital and my hospital bed, but also a wheelchair. And Mm -hmm. that was the beginning of my three year uphill battle. And uh, here we are today.
0: So Nelson, who supported you during that time? Did you have the support of your family? Who was there for you to help you get through this?
1: Well, I, I can't take credit of how far I've gotten in life on my own. I've been surrounded by a great group of friends, family, support. I'm a product of every single relationship and interaction i've ever had and if it wasn't for them they were basically the glue that that helped keep me going my friends would come and visit me they would paint the dream of what we're going to do later what we're going to do when you're better what we're going to do when you're walking again you're going to see your 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 younger your younger family members graduate you're going to see your younger family members get married. You're going to experience these things. My friends would always come and visit and paint the dream and dangle it in front of me. Even though I was just stuck in that hospital bed, lying there motionless. My friends never gave up on me. My friends, my family, and God bless my mom. Mm. My mom was there every single day at the hospital. She would. My sister would drive her in for 9 a.m., my mom would stay with me till 7 p.m. And then my sister would pick her up from work, bring her back home. And then I would have friends come between the, the 7.30 and 10 p.m. time window to share time with me to make sure that I wasn't alone.
0: Wow, wow. i blessed. You are truly blessed. You are to be sitting here today and to be able to talk about your experience. You are such a bright light. And I'm so thankful that you have survived and yet you've overcome an adversity that most people would fold under. And you have also created this amazing platform called The Positive Drip. Can you talk to me about The Positive Drip and the mission behind it?
1: (laughs) Well, (laughs) it's, it's kind of an accident because when I was stuck living in the hospital, those five different hospitals between 2016 and 2017, I had learned what it felt like to be inadequate, insignificant, unseen, unheard, alone, lonely, scared and unsure. Mm. Because I went from living an independent life to a totally unindependent life at the mercy of the nurses being available and unbusy to come and help me do what I had to do. Mm. And it was a tough pill to swallow, but it introduced me to these words, which I never knew before. And by learning that these words existed, it made me realize that, you know what, even though I may be feeling this other of my friends on the patient floor felt the same way. And then I realized if we could all feel the same way, there's gotta be other people out there on the planet that feel the same way. And then I just started sharing my, my thoughts, my feelings, my worries, my doubts. I was inviting people into that dark chapter of my life, hoping, hoping, hoping that there's somebody out there going through what we're all going through, feeling like that, who feels alone. Mm -hmm. So that way they can see that, hey, there's somebody else on the planet. More importantly, there's a floor, there's an entire hospital of other people out there going through the same thing. And if we can do it, hopefully they can too. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And like I said, my blog was an accident and I, uh, I, I created a destination for people to come to whenever they felt their glass was half full or whenever they feel that they were at the end of their rope or when they were just running on empty, a place mm-hmm. where they could be a part of a community, feel uplifted and esteemed, and more importantly, hopefully be injected with hope, positivity and guidance. Yeah. It, it, it's a tough road to walk if you feel alone and lonely, especially mm-hmm. if you're scared and unsure.
0: Yeah. And especially if you're sick as well, definitely. And I like the way you've taken your pain and you've given it such a great purpose. You've taken your pain and you've used it for a greater purpose. And in essence, by doing that, your cancer diagnosis was not in vain because you've helped so many other people with your inspiration and your strength. And that is to be admired. And I so, I commend you for that.
1: Oh, well, (laughs) Well, well, thank you very much. But uh, I want you and your viewers to realize that I'm nothing special. There's a lot of things that I suck at. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And can I share a story with you regarding my blog? Of course. There was the first time that I was putting my blog together and I had my very, very first initial article, which I was going to put online. And I was having trouble. I was scared. I'm going, oh, my gosh, here I am. I've come 99% of the way. Do I upload this, do I press send, do I press send? And I'm not gonna lie to you, I was scared. Cause here I am, I'm gonna have to invite people to look at what I'm writing, critique what I'm writing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and at the time I, I had a, uh, I, my nephew at the time was seven years old and he just walked up to me and he saw me on the computer, on the laptop. And he asked me, he goes, what's wrong? <laughs> Aww. And then I, and I told him, I said, I'm having trouble uploading my my, my my blog sheet up into the blog and he looks at me and he goes all you have to do is press send and he <laughs> took his six-year-old finger and then he pressed the send button on the computer and then within a blink of an eye it was uploaded. Wow. And that, I can't even take credit for that blog you're talking about. <laughs>
0: Positive drip. That's how it all started. Wow, oh my goodness. What do you love most about the positive drip and the mission behind it?
1: Well, the one thing I love about it is, like you said, we turned my adversity into some kind of advantage. Because you're right, I I could have given up, I could have faltered, I could have refused to fight, I could have chose to turn my brain off and, and not think of the possibilities of what I could do in my perceived last days. And the one thing i love the most about it is that it it opens up the idea that it's okay to not be okay Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it's okay to seek help and support and it doesn't have to be if it's to be it's up to me you don't have to live by that model. and there's and there's nothing wrong with seeking help there's no weakness in seeking help in fact there's strength saying hey i'm in trouble help me i need some help i can't do this by myself
0: you know, uh, Nelson, speaking of strength, when I look at you, you exude so much strength and power. How where did that come from?
1: Well, I have I have two major sentences that has been tattooed on my brain and heart for these years. And the first one is actually if you're if your audience is out there, grab a pen and pen or grab a pen and paper. I'd love to share this with you. <laughs> <laughs> Here it goes. Here's one of the lines. Gems, precious gems, can't be polished without friction, nor human beings without trials and tribulations.
0: Mm. And the
1: second sentence that walks alongside that one is, if I may quote the master martial artist Bruce Lee, he said, don't pray for an easy life. Instead, pray for the strength to endure a difficult one. And I've married those two together, and I've carried them in my heart and in my brain. And I've remembered that. And when I was going through my battle, I hung on to those, senten- I hung on to those two sentences like my life depended on it. And last but not least, uh, I believe in God. Jesus Christ is my Savior. And you know what they say, right? <laughs> faith untested can't be trusted.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. So
1: during my rough times, my faith was tested. And and I hung on. I hung on even tighter than I ever did before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And here we are today.
0: You know, I love that, Nelson. Pray for the strength to endure a difficult life. Wow, wow. And you know, we need that because in our lives we have cycles of happiness, and then we have cycles of hardships and lows and highs and good and bad. And you've got to be well-versed because we can all enjoy the happy times, but it's those dark moments that you have to really rely on your strength. You have to rely on your courage in order to make it through. And you have to definitely rely on the love of Jesus Christ, because without that, we wouldn't be able to survive anything. That's totally my belief.
1: Amen, Latoya. There's nothing else I can say that other than Amen.
0: Yes. So Nelson, what is the biggest lesson that you've learned through this entire diagnosis, the healing, the new life that you began? What have you learned? What was the biggest lesson?
1: You know, when you're lying there in the hospital, motionless, alone, I started to realize that no matter how different we all perceive everyone to be on the planet, we're a lot more similar than we all realize, regardless of, of what your address is or what country you're living in, or what creed or race or nationality or religion you are. Because the truth is we, we all long to feel important. We all long to be seen, heard, validated, and and loved.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: and loved. And we want to be able to be able to love someone back in the exact same way. Yes. And the truth is, we we all, we all we all long to be understood.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. There's a, there's a universal desire to be heard, to be felt, to be acknowledged. We all want that. And Nelson, as I look here at you and you in, earlier in our interview, you described how you had a job, you were independent. And at that time, I consider you to be successful in your life. How do you define success? Because success means something different to everyone. And I look at you here, Nelson, and you you have achieved success in your life, professionally, personally, spiritually. So how do you define success?
1: Well, it's funny how you mentioned that. That guy that I was describing to you earlier before I got sick, um, to complement my education, I I also – became a certified life and executive business coach. And I specialize in working with youth and young adults, helping them to bridge the gap from the awkwardness of adolescence and uncertainty on one side and personally productive adulthood on the other. And, and what I, what, if, if you're asking me, the one thing is that we're all scared, mm-hmm. secretly we're all scared. We all have fear. Yeah, and we all have to be brave enough to be willing to fail.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. truth is we'll all miss a hundred percent of the shots that we don't take, right?
0: Yes, yes. And
1: and, and, and it's okay to fail.
0: You mm-hmm. just gotta that. be
1: brave enough to do it.
0: Yes, yes. And that's, that goes for every area of your life. If you're in a marriage that's broken, and you know it's not for you, you have to be able to have the courage to step away from it and know that it failed, but you're going to be okay. If you're working a job and you're not happy there, you know that you have to have the courage to step away and go into another field, find another job, go another pathway. So those are definitely words to live by. Definitely. Do you have a personal model or a professional model that you go by?
1: (laughs) You know, when you're so close to being ushered off this planet, you really get introspective and you start to look inward and you wonder, what, what is it that I stand for? What is it that I hold close to my heart? And I'll never forget this. I was in my hospital room with, a, <laughs> with one of those four by six cue cards and a pen, which I happened to find mm. in the, the bedside table. And I I summed, I summed myself up into seven words. Hopefully these seven words describe me. The first three words are faith in God. The fourth word is integrity, which is the ability to always do the right thing, especially when no one's watching. Yes. The next word is empathy, which is the ability to see the world and interpret the world from another person's point of view and then the next word is resilience the ability to fall down 7 times but be strong enough to stand back up 8 mm-hmm. and the last word is is play and no matter how busy life is and how tough things can be always always find time to enjoy the moments in time and play yeah and i hold myself accountable to those seven words and when i do pass away if those seven words are on my tombstone then I'll be OK with that.
0: Oh, my goodness. I love it. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I'm interviewing you, but I really wish that I had the ability to take notes right now because you are so powerful and you're giving me these words of inspiration to live by. I just I I don't I, I'm I'm speechless because you are just amazing, Nelson. And I'm so thankful that you're here and you're before me and you're talking about your experiences because you may you may look at it as just a podcast interview, but it's much deeper than that. We're reaching great levels. We're helping people. That's what we were put on this earth to do. And your words of encouragement are not only uplifting and inspiring, but you're giving other people hope that may be in a situation like what you were in medically to give us hope and to let us know that we're gonna be okay. We will be fine. Yes. Nelson, when you wake up every morning, is there something that you do to help you get off on a good start every morning?
1: Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Hang on to your, hang on to your seat there. Fasten your seatbelt. <laughs> every every morning, I, I hit that play button, and I hit Justin's Timberlake song, and I hit it and play it full blast. I'm bringing sexy back. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, 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 no. All, all, all joking and nonsense aside, the way the day I <laughs> the day the day the day I start my the way I start my days is with a prayer of gratitude, and, and I say, God, thank you for giving me another day to live, and let me do the best I can to fulfill Your will with the gifts You've given me. But more importantly, protect all my friends, family, and myself. From all darkness, sickness, and evil.
0: Mm, beautiful.
1: Let's go to work.
0: Wow. And then you get your day started.
1: That's it. That's
0: beautiful. I love it. I Every love single day. It. I love it. I love the Justin Timberlake too, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I,
1: I had to take us on a segue. I don't know where that came from. It just you came out to- the
0: mouth. Yes, you have to have a balance in life. You can't be all one way. And humor and music, music has a fourth dimensional quality and it releases the soul from imprisonment and it makes impossible things seem possible. So music is definitely the best way to get me going and get me in a good mood. I know me personally, when I work the radio program before the radio program airs live, we play music very loud and we listen and we get hyped up because that energy, I mean, it's just something about the music that gives you a vibe that's contagious to the people that you're going to be coming before. Yes. Oh yes. Yes. yes, I get it. Oh yes. (laughs) Uh, Nelson, this show is all about love. Speaking of love, the world needs more love. My father committed suicide and moments before he committed suicide, he took his life, his wife's life. He killed his wife first and then he took his own life. Somewhere in the background of my dad's mind, there was a lack of love uh, in his world. There was a lot of love around him, but he wasn't able to receive that love for whatever reason. So I created this platform because I want to honor and give more love to the world. So on this program, I have to ask you, Nelson, the million dollar question on Speaking of Love, the podcast, and that is, how do you define love?
1: Wow, that's a loaded question. (laughs) Wow. Well, if I may quote from a book that you and I know, love is patient, love is kind, and love keeps no records of wrongs. But to take it further, love can be displayed in many, many ways. Love could be expressed by uplifting and and esteeming people with words of affirmation. You could be showering people with love by giving them your undivided moments of your precious time. Through acts of service, you could be doing things for the people that you love. You know, a servant's heart. He who is last on earth shall be first and first shall be last. I know you know where that's coming from. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, And more importantly... Gifts, you can shower people with gifts, yeah. and and as si- and as simple as this may sound, a timely high five or a fist pump or a hug or a pat on the back might yeah. be enough to say, hey man, somebody cares about me, somebody yeah. loves me.
0: Yeah. Yes, I agree with you, Nelson. I used to work in a school. I worked in education for almost 20 years. And I was known as the mother of the school. So as the mother of the school, I was the first employee hired for the school when it originally opened. And I loved all of my babies. And I would give, and I'm not exaggerating, on an average, I would give at least 100 hugs a day, period. So as a result of that, I was giving love to all these kids and they loved me. I was like their mom. But to be honest with you, I haven't had a cold or a flu in over 20 years and I think it's because of the hug, yeah. (laughs) I talked to a nurse one day and she says, well, that's why your immune system is so strong is because of all the interactions and all the hugs and things of that nature. So can you imagine me living on this earth during this pandemic when we have to be six feet apart from each other and we can't hug? (laughs) Oh
1: yes.
0: (laughs) Hugging was my universal way of showing love. So I totally get what you're saying.
1: Yeah, you get it. I'm preaching to the choir, am I? (laughs)
0: Yes, yes. Love is my favorite word in the dictionary. And I'm so glad that we're here today because we're spreading love and we're honoring the mission that I set forth for this podcast. And I'm so thankful that you're here with me today, Nelson. I'm never letting you go. We're going to be on here for 24 hours.
1: In a row, in a row.
0: (laughs) Nelson, is there a person in your life, past or present, who has inspired you to be the man that you are today?
1: oh latoya there's a long list and like i said i'm a product of every single interaction and friendship and relationship i've ever had but if i have to narrow it down to someone that was really instrumental in my life that i totally admire there are two people two one is my dad my dad's a retired My dad's a retired engin- mechanical engineer
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and he taught me the importance of working hard and working smart and always having a plan to work, but more importantly, working that plan. And he's kind of sick right now. And the second person is my mom. My mom is a retired registered nurse and she is a woman who just loves people <laughs> loves people and enjoys time and i'm a product of that union myself and my sister were a product of that union between my mom and my dad and i i'd have to say those are the two most people that i admire on this on this planet
0: Yes, Nelson, speaking of your mom, I saw her. uh, She wrote a message on the the promo video that I created. She wrote a little message and I wrote back to her and I go, hi, mom. I can't wait to see you tomorrow. I hope you'll be watching.
1: Oh, my gosh. My mom wrote on that Facebook feed. Oh, man! <laughs> yes,
0: she did. You know there's nothing like a mother's love, and I'm just and I can tell that you come from a very well grounded family, you know your values and the morals and principles and ethics that you hold as a man are very quite evident here, and that starts at home when you're a child. The first yes. community of life is family, and yes. I can see that in you, Nelson. What's next for you? Do you have any big events coming up or any major? Anything you want to let us know about coming for you in the near future?
1: Well, in that soundbite that that you created about some guy who is hoping to make the world a better place than when it was when he came in, when he leaves it, in the spirit of that sentence, I'd I'd like to continue uploading a monthly blog to thepositivedrip.com. I mean, how dare I stop now? I mean, uh, I was terminal. My first cancer doctor gave up on me. He told my family that he was going mm. to transfer me to the palliative care unit, and they were going to make sure that I'd be comfortable and pain-free in my remaining days. But my, my family fought to get me to another doctor, another medical team. I'm alive today, and I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue. My new cancer doctor stamped me cancer-free on September the, the 28th, 2018. And said, just go live your life.
0: Yay! Just
1: go live your life. And then I spent most of 2018 rehabilitating, learning to walk again. I haven't run since 2016. But I'll see you soon and I'll show you when I'm actually running.
0: Oh, that'll be wonderful. Yes.
1: And and the one thing that I would like to do on top of maintaining that blog is just share my story. And not because it's to be popular or in personal vanity. It's to make people realize that we should all, we, we should all share our stories of struggles and shortcomings, failures and victories. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Because the truth is our story, our story might just become the playbook or guide for someone out there to overcome their adversity. Yes. And and I, I had a friend of mine teach me this line a long time ago to remember that it costs a candle nothing to light another.
0: Wow. Wow. And see Nelson, everything that you're saying right now is exactly why I wanted you to be on my podcast because you are you are definitely in alignment with the purpose. You just mentioned that sometimes things can be difficult But you still have to go forward you're here to help someone, no matter what your situation is, no matter how horrible my story is about my dad and what he did moments before he took his own life. He killed someone else. You know how hard that is for me to say that. But I'm here today to say it because I want to help someone else who may be thinking of doing the same thing, who may feel helpless, who may have a lot of love around them, but they're just not able to receive it. So going back to your quote, Nelson, before my time on this planet is up, I would like to leave it better than when I entered it. And you have achieved that intention. You have done that.
1: I do my best. And and and. can I go back to a question you asked me regarding about how I interpret success?
0: Sure. Of course.
1: Now that I'm, before I was sick, I interpreted success in, a, in that way that I had presented, in that materialistic kind of way. But now that since I'm better, living in, living in that et cetera extra time, win, time window, I measure success, my personal success, on how far I've come on the development of myself as far as fulfilling my life's mission. I've got a lot more to go. That's how I'm measuring the rest of my days. Yeah. I know it's really deep. But, you know, when you're so close to leaving this planet, you really get introspective. And I want to make sure that I use my extra time to do something right. You know, I I honestly believe that God did not give me an extra day because I needed it. Mm
0: -hmm. He
1: gave me an extra day because there's somebody here
0: that needed me to stay. Yes. 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 You know, Nelson, we have a few of our viewers writing in here. We're going to put some messages up. We have my beautiful friend, Jerry. She said that the prayer is beautiful. What a beautiful prayer. Thank you, Jerry, for tuning in with us today.
1: Thank you, Jerry.
0: And if any of our audience members has has a question that they would like to ask Nelson, please be sure to type it in the comments here and Nelson will answer your question. We also have my friend Shane Respis. He's known as the hip hop deacon. He's a poet. Thank you for tuning in today, Shane. And then we have another person here. They said, hi, Latoya and Nelson. God bless you both. And the name is Cruz M. Via, I hope I didn't chop up the name. Thank you so much, you guys, for tuning in. That's Olivia Cruz. Hi, Olivia Cruz. (laughs) Wow, that is so nice. I just love it. Oh, this is beautiful. So, Nelson, I have a question for you. When the pages of your life are reviewed... What do you most want to be remembered for? What legacy are you leaving behind?
1: Uh, Well, as you know, I was living in five different hospitals surrounded by death and illness 24-7. And the one thing that I learned was that nobody is guaranteed a tomorrow. And I saw that every day. And it's my hope, wish, and prayer that people realize that they should not put off what they can do today for an unguaranteed tomorrow.
0: Wow. And,
1: and that we should, actually, no, 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 we must, we must eliminate as many life distractions as possible. So that way we can chase down as many of our personal check marks. So that way when we do pass away, we can die empty, taking no unfinished earthly business with us to the yeah. grave.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to go back and write notes because you have—you are giving such powerful information. And I wish I could write these notes down, but I'm interviewing you and I can't. You are amazing, Nelson. You are amazing.
1: But, but then don't get me wrong. I wasn't like that before I was sick.
0: It changed you.
1: I had to go through the storm wow. and get to the other side to start talking like this
0: wow wow major transformation nelson where is your nephew you have a video here that i showed <laughs> before we came online here and he says when i say positive you say drip positive drip positive drip positive. <laughs> where is that little guy my
1: my nephew he might be somewhere in the house I, I i don't know but but he is definitely he can take credit for the whole blog if it wasn't for that seven-year-old finger pressing send that one day, who knows, it might not have ever come up.
0: Ah, what's his name?
1: Awesome, Austin is his name.
0: Oh wow, he is the sweetest thing ever. I tell you, I had to put that clip in the video with him. He's your cheerleader, he's definitely on your team.
1: Yes, 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 yes. And, and one of the reasons, I, I didn't tell you this, but secretly also, one of the reasons I created that blog was because I was under the, <laughs> under the idea that I was leaving the planet. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to leave personal nuggets of information to my six-year-old nephew, my five- and three-year-old niece, and two newly born twins. So that way I could still be a part of their life after I had passed away.
0: Wow. Wow. Hmm.
1: And that's, that's a secret reason why I, I created that blog.
0: Wow, Nelson! Nelson. The joke's
1: on me. I get to stay.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> God had other plans. He wasn't ready for you to go yet, and I'm so glad that he he didn't take you yet. And I'm so glad that you're here. You're healthy. You're on a great path, and you have been. You have blessed my platform today with your presence, and we're laughing. We joke, and I want you to know that this platform is very sacred to me. And we're here today. And I'm just so thankful that you accepted my invitation to be here. Oh. <laughs> and before we go, Nelson, uh, we're going to be wrapping up here. Before we go, are there, is there anything else you want to share with our viewers and our listeners about you and your life and this incredible journey that you've created?
1: Absolutely. There's one thing I would love to share and say and talk about with you. Your father, I guarantee you is very proud of the little girl that's grown up to be the woman that you are today. And I just wanna end that. I don't wanna talk about me. I wanna applaud you on your mission. And uh, I wanna thank you for letting me be a part of your story.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, my dad was a great guy. He lived on this earth. For 67 years and he had struggles and for it to all end the way that it did is it's been beyond devastating but it you know i look at this situation and if i if my dad had never passed away i wouldn't have been able to meet the wonderful people like you to be here today so it's bittersweet
1: <laughs> yeah it is but
0: thank I you nelson
1: you. i applaud you on your mission
0: nelson thank you Thank you. And Nelson, I bow to your excellence. You are an amazing person. Please don't let this be our last connection. I want to continue to stay in touch with you. Our journey as friends has just begun. Yes. <laughs>
1: it's not goodbye, it's see you later.
0: We have another comment here I wanted to post before we go. It's from Randy Foster. It says, Nelson is and always has been one of the most positive and inspirational people I have ever known before and after his illness. Love you, brother.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Randy Foster.
0: Thank He's you, Randy. Thank you, Randy, for watching. This is wonderful. Nelson. Fist bump, is- fist bump. Nelson, it's been a pleasure. I definitely would love to have you back for an update. Uh, Maybe in about six months from now, we can see what's going on special in your world and get you back on my platform. But it has truly been an honor today.
1: Pleasure was mine, LaToya Sanders.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much, Nelson. And thank you to my audience for tuning in. We will be back here next Saturday at 12 o'clock noon for another episode of Speaking of Love. So please, join in. If you've missed any part of this recording, you can always go back and watch it here, Facebook Live. We also have it streaming live on YouTube as well. And you can also catch it on any major platform for podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of those um, platforms. The uh, podcast is available there. So thank you all so much for watching. It's been a pleasure and have a great day, everyone.